Tennessee edge transfer Tyler Barron is going to transform the pass rush for the Louisville Cardinals in 2024. We'll explain why on today's episode of the show. That said, stay tuned. You are locked on Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers join today, and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. As always, I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Joining me for his weekly appearance, he's back in a little bit of normalcy. Grant Mulligan, football analyst for the state of Louisville.com. G-Money, what's going on, man? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Or it's Saturday, depending on when this episode will air. Okay. Well, at time Saturday? of recording. What would you say? Are you, having a, are you having a good Saturday? I'm having a – yeah, man. It's great. I don't know when this is going to air, so it's either going to be late Friday night or early Saturday morning. But regardless, how are you doing, man? Either way, it's great to be here, man. It's been it's been a busy – it was a very busy January, but it's good to it get back into some form of a swing in February. So I'm, I'm glad to be here. We got a – for the fans, we've got a great lineup for you today, man. Yeah. You texted me earlier today what the lineup was going to be. Our discussion topics for I'm like, man, this is, yeah, this is Grant, one of my favorite lineups. Grant, that you've said. Grant said it was like, this is like my favorite lineup so far. And we do have a good show. We're going to talk uh, about Tyler Barron to start the show. I really think what he brings to the table for the Cardinals is going to really transform the Cardinals' pass rush. We have a new segment we're introducing when Grant is on the show. It's Buy, Sell. Um, we'll explain that here in the second segment. Got that um, from, ironically, Locked On Chargers, who both of us are a fan of the Los Angeles Chargers. And then to conclude, I got a Chargers shirt on right now. It is back. NCAA football is back after a long decade hiatus. The best football game, or the best game, in my opinion, of all time is back. We're going to rank what we believe are going to be our top five overall ranked global football players on the next game. And we'll do that in the final segment of the show. Starting out, however, Tyler Barron Grant, when the Cardinals got his commitment, I remember um, Brady saying that it was going to change the landscape of football when he sent out that tweet. You knew it wasn't your normal Brady Brom bomb when he tweeted that out. Cardinals had flipped Wesley, or they had, they didn't flip Wesley Walker. They got the commitment from Wesley. They com- they flipped uh, to Marion McDonald. Got the commitment from Tyler Barron, um, who was second on the Tennessee team in sacks. You pair him with Ashton Gelati and Mason Riger. This is uh, sort of shades of Yaya, Yasir, and Ashton, no? Maybe, w- how does that rank up to that? I feel that it... Most certainly could be because Tyler, one of the best things about his resume is that he's doing it as much as I hate to be a SEC truther, but he's doing it against the best competition. He, right. he played a gauntlet. Tennessee had a great schedule this year. He played a, a lot of really tough teams. Uh, so he got to see a lot of strong offensive lines, got to see a lot of strong quarterbacks. And all he did was post a career high in sacks. And he's been he's been getting better every single year. Um, I mean, this is this was the most sacks he'd had so far. He's getting, <clears throat> he's doing really well in generating pressures. Um, but that trio, having that that real trio again, um, very high respect to to Heron last year. But he wasn't 
getting as much of the the pass rush presence as we expect to be getting from Tyler Barron. In fact, Mason Riger was a more consistent in the past, but very appreciative of him coming into the room, being an excellent leader for the team, you know, really strong against the run as well. So um, it was great to, to have that leadership, but I feel like what Tyler brings is a lot closer to what we saw back in those uh, Yaya, Yasir, and Ashton days. Now that is obviously us three guys who are NFL draft picks. So that, that that's a lot it's to learn. To, it's and, hard and to were, compare it to that. I think the overall defense is better. I agree. You know, than when they were on the team, but the pass rush saying it's not as good as that trio is no disrespect at all. One aspect that I think we're overlooking and although Barron played on the interior for Tennessee, and it seems like he wants to prove himself more as an edge. Um, you know, playing four years there, six foot five, 260 pounds. I didn't realize he was actually from Knoxville. So for him to transfer from Tennessee, it's pretty significant, but very solid in defending the run. And looking at it, he has, I think it's 130 tackles overall 27 and a half tackles for loss so being able to seal the edge off harem was good at defending the run but when you couple that with baron's pass rushing ability and his resume that he brings from the sec man this feels like a best case scenario for the cardinals pass rush and defensive line as a whole i think he's one of in terms of impact immediate impact he was one of the best gets that we we could have gone after, especially for defensive linemen in the portal this year. You know, this isn't one of those where we're taking for for future projection or we're taking for leadership. Like this is this is a guy that other SEC teams were hard after, and Ole Miss, who had a really really great portal class, mm-hmm. bled two players. They bleed two or three. They bled. They bleed two or three players to us. McDonald, Wall, uh, not Walker, um, McDonald. And Nicholson. Nicholson. Yes, Taz Nicholson, Taz Nicholson. and uh, Tyler Barron. But they they were recruiting in the portal at an exceptional level, and they were already a really high-caliber team last year. It's very obvious why players would want to play there. But you know, th- this is not some guy who was getting limited interest. Tyler Barron was get, was – he was Cream starting. Crop he was in terms of the portal. Like, this is a, a huge win right. for recruiting wise to go in and get that guy amidst other SEC teams who were vying for his commitment. So, and this is also a guy who, if he had declared, he would have been picked in the draft. I'm almost certain he would have gotten a combine invite. Like, this is a dude who could have gone pro if he wanted to. Oh, Chris Collinsworth over here. Here's a guy. Here's a, okay, man. Okay, man. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth wishes. Grant, a question for you, though. Um, with the three main pass rushers, Gelati's going to be starting at that defensive end spot. It seems like Barron is likely going to be the Leo with this defense. What's the the dynamic going to be for that trio, the rotation there? What do you think? How, do, how does the rotation kind of sort out with uh, Barron and Riger? seemingly fighting for that other spot is Riger more of a, a pass rush specialist now what what's the what do you think the dynamic will be okay this is going to be hard for our non-chargers fans but when i saw this i thought Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa 
uh, and Tully. I don't want to mispronounce his name. Tully, Tully Tully so they're okay. guys. There's a lot of positional versatility with these guys, anyways. Bigger bodies, you know, guys who could kick interior and passing downs. Like there's real situations in which you can get all three of them on the field at once and create some nasty havoc, which is something we saw when Khalil Mack, Tully, and Joey Bosa were on the field at the same time. The four games that they played together. Regardless, that's for our that's for our Chargers fans in the audience. But that's that's really what it reminded me of. Because I mean, you know, you got two veterans and and a rookie and that. We've got three experienced players here, but I can see a solid rotation. You keep all three guys, uh, all three guys, you know, spelled, healthy, yeah. you know, fresh legs coming into the fourth. And I think that's a great thing to be able to to have that kind of rotation going. And three guys who you can, you know, I'm I'm not really so much thinking of defensive end Leo for for Riger. I'm thinking three guys who can who are pass rush who are who are rush specialists and whatever package benefits you the most i think i think any of them can interchange you can kick set like ashton could kick inside he's got the size for it tyler can kick inside inside mason so i think the combinations here are really really exciting and so i don't i'm not too worried about defining who falls where on the depth chart all three of them are going to make an impact um it doesn't really matter which they're slotted at. I think they're all going to get a run at a variety of spots. So I just I think that we're going to see a lot of all three of them. I'm I'm really I'm not too concerned about who's fighting for reps where. I think this is this is an overwhelmingly positive thing for the room in general. I think everybody's going to benefit from it. I agree, and and I think that the best bet to sort of go off of is that they're going to find ways to get creative and that's why the coaches make the money that they make. But speaking of best bets, before we get to this next segment to where we're going to have some hypotheticals that I'm going to make grant choose between in the buy sell hypothetical. Let's tell you about our friends and the title sponsor of the show. FanDuel which, um, has not been all that kind to grant, but that's because grant <laughs> doesn't know anything about sports. Um, I'm playing, I'm playing, but there's still time. All-Star break is coming up. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with the quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel is the official sports book partner of the NBA. I actually got that exact offer that you're talking about, and I turned that 150 into zero. That's Very because crazy. you need to listen to me. No, I'm playing. Um, it was a rough. Super Bowl did not do me well. Grant Mulligan. Bet the right way. Jeez, you're so right. Your, do not. Your face, your face look just had this 100% level of disappointment. You said, oh. I know. It sucks. But, Grant, I'm going to cheer you up. We're introducing a new segment to the show. This is a segment, shout out to the, my guys over at Locked On Chargers, who I listen to frequently because it's a, finally a good time to be a Chargers fan. They have a segment, and I don't really think it's title, but they mention buy-sell all the time. So essentially how this, um, how this will work is I'm going to state something, and you, if you agree with it, you're going to buy. If you disagree, you're going to sell. I've got four hypotheticals. You ready? That's right. First one, we're going to start out 
Tyler Shuck will record a oh at least a total of 30 touchdowns in 2024. Is that passing and rushing, or is that purely is passing? I will remind you, he has never had he has had double digit passing touchdowns only once in his career and never over four rushing touchdowns in a season. Does he increase those numbers to at least 30 in 2024? I want to shoot. Are you buying or selling? I th- <laughs> I think I'm gonna. Oh geez, I'm gonna sell this one. You're sell? sell this okay. One. But I'm gonna say it's not a it's not a crazy buy either. Like this this one did have me on a on the fence a little bit. My my personal thought is we're gonna be closer to like 26 or 28. I just don't like. I don't that's know a, if that's I feel a hard jump. So, but okay, he also has never played a full season. That that that's also the buy sell is that you're banking on and maybe, so that's why that's why I went sell because there's a lot of okay. factors at play. I went that, sell. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. I that's, think okay. I'll, I'll I'll stretch this out. If he stays healthy, I think we're gonna get. Ah like no no no! Things. You you buy sell right now. There is I sold. I sold, but I'm I'm saying I'm telling okay. the people you're, you're offering a conditional statement. You can't do that in the buy there's sell. No condition. Group. I've sold. I've I. I committed okay. to sell. Okay. I'm just I'm giving I've bought your shares because I think he's actually going to record over 30 total touchdowns. Passing, no. Total, potentially, because I think he's going to be more involved in the rushing department. The Cardinals will have a top 25 offense and defense. Buy or sell? I could buy that. I think I could buy that mm-hmm. because I really, I really love the pieces we added defensively. And I think... If we get the Shuck, like if we unlock Shuck and get a fully healthy Shuck for the entire season, I think that is a definite upgrade at quarterback just in terms of capability of what he has in his arsenal. Obviously, he's, he's more athletic, he's got a bigger arm, more velocity. I That's dependent. I'm buying, I'm buying it because I think, I think it's very possible. I I have more doubts on offense than I do defense. I love how the defense looks right now. Like I the defense personnel wise overall on paper. Now this is on paper, but it yeah. is as good as like the Todd Grantham level defenses. I feel like back in like the 2014, 15 one paper. Yeah. On paper. I, I think it's, I feel really, really good about our D de- about where our defense is at. I agree. And no, I, I, agree. I feel very confident that Brom Provided he gets the level of quarterback play that mm-hmm. he expects, for, yeah, uh-huh. then I I'm buying that. I'll buy that. Okay. Next up, Louisville will have at least, or let me let me put this way: Louisville will have more than one first team All ACC player. Bye. Yeah. Okay. Because we got Jelot. Okay, Jelotti, Michael Gonzalez. I would think. I, I think he's going to be first team. I, I really believe in him. Colin, Le- yeah, I buy uh, more than one buy for sure. Only reason I'm kind of hesitant is because we've seen Louisville players get overlooked. Get snubbed, Quincy yeah. Riley was not even on any of the teams last year. That's dumb. That was so dumb. I don't don't get me wrong. Saying is like I feel like Gelati, if he has a season like he did last year, he's obviously going to be first team. So that's one. Yeah. So we got one. All yeah, but you have some chances. Riding. I'm probably buying as well. I think it might be a little bit more of a better argument if you say two, at least two. But um, final one. 
the Louisville Cardinals will make the 12 team playoff in 2024. I'm going to, my gut says buy it. I, I think yeah. we just need to get over the hump because for a really long time, if we didn't lose a clunker and then lose to Kentucky for really dumb reasons, then we Fair. have an undefeated regular season. Yeah. So I feel shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know. I mean, woulda, yeah, and I'm not going to make excuses cool. for that team, but the t- I feel on paper, I feel much better about how the roster looks this year. And year two into the system, you get a lot of guys who are like that's another thing we got to put into perspective. Not the not the backtrack on this, but we won ten games year one into an offensive and defensive system, and we're retaining. Yeah, but, but does it? But does, to not to interrupt you too too much, but but does that change because there's so much turnover? I mean, this team brought in close to thirty transfers and fourteen to I think it's fourteen high school players. So almost, actually, yes, over half of your team are newcomers. But you also you have a lot of. You I think you're going to see guys. more from the second level. Like yeah. the depth guys who have already been here, like you'll you'll see more from the depth guys in the wide receiver room. The depth guys, a lot of the corners. Well, we got some new corners for the portal, but Quincy Riley year two, Aaron Williams healthy, who I think is going to be a stud. MJ Griffin healthy back, Devin Neal, TJ Quinn year two. Like we have a lot of core guys who are still here. Michael Gonzalez year two. I agree. I think I think there's a lot of core players in a lot of yes, places. Sir. But I think we can. I think we absolutely can do it. I think, yeah, I think we can do it. Our schedule is a little harder this year than it was last year, but I think the team is better positioned, and I hope that Brom kicks UK's butt next year after he got the taste of losing to him the first time. So I I I hope that that is fire enough for him not to ever let that happen again. So I say yes. I'm by it. I say we're going. I we're going to the playoff as we either do it by winning the ACC, which is going to be tough. But we you had the opportunity to win, this year. You have to win like a minimum of ten games because you know how the ACC is yeah. perceived in in the nation now. Exactly. You know, so there's think, going to be there's going to be situations to where you lose two ACC games, you're probably not in the top twelve. Right. Uh, off, if we, I think if we can make the ACC title game, I think we can. You would have to win it. If you're at two losses, you, you would have to win it, in my opinion. If you go 11-1 well, and, and you yeah, lose well, if you're, if you're 11-1 and one going to the ACC title game, you think 11 I think wins? You're, I think you're going to be in at that point. Truthfully. You think so? so if you go 11-1 and one and then you lose in the ACC title game. I think you're in. I think you're I think probably you're toward the back end, but you know there's going to be some 9-3 and three That's SEC what I, th- I thought we would be like 11. That's yeah. my gut feeling. I'd say if we don't win the ACC, I think we'll be like 11th. Yeah. No, I think that that's pretty fair. Uh, but I'm buying this as well. But I think that this is a segment that I'm going to keep just for when you come onto the show because you can't really do it from an individual standpoint. So it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we'll we'll do it to where either I'll ask the questions or I'll ask Grant to and he'll ask me to. Um, but I think I have some questions, man. It's also yeah, important no, for the fans to know I did not know these questions coming in. This is no, real off the dome answer. That's the way it's got to be, though. We're not going. There's no. And this next segment that we're going to get into here momentarily about the NCAA football game, it's best when it is completely, almost, you know, ad lib, acapella, whatever you want to say. But 
I made a lit. I for this next one, I I didn't. I the largest news of the week of the year. NCAA football, the game back in the summer. We're ranking who the top five players are going to be on this in the first Louisville team of the game here momentarily after we talk about our friends over at Game Time. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with the code Vegas100. So many reasons to love Game Time. The last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats, and my favorite, the best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I spoke about the Game Time guarantee. It means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, all Game Time users get $100 off a big game ticket with the code Vegas100. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use the code Vegas100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Oh, Grant, Grant. Grant, it's been a, been a quite a long time. The hole left in my heart when NCAA football 14 was announced that there was going to be no more games. I played the hell out of that game until my PS3 broke and I could no longer play it. Since You're that really point, there has been a deep longing in my soul and that hole will be filled here in a couple months when ncaa football 25 is out in the summer top five Louisville players on the roster let's start at five it's not easy oh this is hard this is really hard really not easy to determine where guys are going to be who do you got at number five we'll try not to take too much time on this but tell me who you got at five Number five. This was really hard, and I have like six honorable mentions who come after this. But we'll stop. my number five is Tyler Barron, guy we talked about earlier in this in the segment. Uh, I really, really like what he brings. I think our defensive line looks so nasty for this upcoming year. I think he was a huge get. I think he would be almost that high up, even on Tennessee's roster. Yeah, he's a, he's a great player. Like he's a, a great player, and it was so hard to decide who was going number five. But I just did not feel like I could leave Tyler Barron off. That's pretty fair. Um, for me, this was a tough one because I went back and forth here, but I went with MJ Griffin at five, and it was between him and Penny Boone for who Penny gets Boone. that last spot. Penny Boone was one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah so it was it was kind of. Back and forth there. I just feel like, um, you know, MJ Griffin already proven himself at the Power 5 level. I think Boone will this year, but MJ got the nod for me at five. Barron for me was at four for the same reasons you listed. Who was in the same spot for you? I said Colin Lacey. Colin Lacey is my highest ranked transfer. I think he's a stud. I really, really like him as a player. I think he's going to elevate this past game. I think him and Ja'Cory Brooks are going to form a absolutely filthy duo. I love it. Uh, I see Colin Lacey being a superstar in this offense. I think he's going to absolutely take off. I so agree. he is my he's my highest ranked transfer, and I was thrilled to get him. 
in the portal. I had an episode I mean, released a couple days ago, or actually yesterday, Thursday, whatever you want to call it, titled literally Colin Lacey is going to be elite in Jeff Brom's offense. Lacey is actually at number three for me. I think that you're going to see his usage similar to that of Rondell Moore. Um, not maybe the similar type of player, although they're going to mainly operate out of the slot. I think Lacey spreads the field more. You're going to see more end arounds. You're going to see wide receiver screens, bubble screens that get him the ball out in space. 42 forced missed tackles last season. Not granted, it was in the Sun Belt, but we have seen now two in a row, Tyler Hudson and Jamari Thrash, non-Power 5 receivers to absolutely ball out with Louisville. So I have Lacey at three. Who's three for you? This is a personal favorite of mine. I think I mentioned him earlier in the episode. I'm going to go Michael Gonzalez. Okay. I love Michael Gonzalez as a player. I think he is going to continue his really, really, really strong play. I think he's even going to take a leg up this year. <coughs> Excuse me. He's an extremely versatile offensive lineman. He's found a home at guard, but he can play both tackle spots. He can He can realistically play. If they wanted him to play center, I feel like he could. But he could play four spots on the offensive line like tomorrow. And I think that kind of ability is so, so valuable. On top of the fact that he does it really, really well. So I feel very highly mm-hmm. on Michael Gonzalez. I think he has an absolutely monster final year. I guess this would be – is this going to be his final year? I guess he has another year. Yeah, I think this is uh, – honestly – I mean, he might have another year, but 2021, 2022, 23, 24. So if he does, it's one more year. So, yes. But he was love him as a player. Love him as a mention for me. He's honorable mention because the two ahead of him, actually, that was three for you. Two for me is Q, Quincy Riley. I think Uh, we're going to have the same two and one. Yeah. Let's go ahead and say Quincy Riley's two, Ashton Gelati's one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We have the same two and one. Coming back, he's. If it wasn't for Gelati, he would be verbatim number one. But with Gelati, you know, being first team All ACC, um, another chance to take another jump. Quincy Riley, lockdown corner. They're probably both mid nineties level guys, maybe even higher than that, uh, depending on how the ranking system uh, plays it out. But yeah, I don't think there's much of a of a change there up at the top. That was the easiest two for me to set. Like one and two immediately came to mind as it did for you, but it was it was after that we have yeah. That's a great I feel like, problem I feel like it was easy to that. I'm interested to see who who are your honorable mentions. You said you had like six. Obviously, Penny Boone was one. I had seven. I miscounted. Uh, my next up, my number six. Sir, are we slide. have a team full of nineties. Why well, didn't say maybe? But, bro. Hey, TJ Quinn was my number. Take what? a joke, Grant. Take a joke. No. Okay. I refuse. TJ Quinn's my number six. Okay. My number seven. This isn't exactly in order. Uh, this is just how I list it. I said number seven was Penny Boone. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, Ja'Cory Brooks. Number nine, Thor Griffith. Number 10, Mason Riger. Number 11, Mark Redman. And number 12, Monroe Mills. MJ Griffin not in the top 12? I feel like I missed him somewhere in there. I feel like he should be. I I think, put it this way, I think regardless, that shows you how well Brom did in the portal. Exactly. Thor Griffith was right on the outside for me. Um, Thor Griffith, there was him and Penny Boone were right on the edge that I wanted to be able to throw in. But regardless, I'm interested to see how this Louisville team plays. I think it's going to be a fun team to play with. But, Grant, you told me that you had two things. 
got to promote. To promote. I got two things to promote. Wrap the show up by promoting what it, whatever it is that is on your mind today. Got you. First thing, said it last time, I'm going to say it again. Pink Seats live shows on its way later this month. I think it's still the plan. That was the plan initially. Pink Seats pot, I'm on it. All your favorites are on it. All your favorites are on it. Like Jacob Blaine, Matt McGavick, Vince Lococo, and more. I, I know your favorite is me. I'm not gonna be there every time, but I'll be there. I'll be there sometimes. It's a good so lineup, though. Huh? It's, it's a, a good lineup. lineup. Very, lineup very uh, me, it's a good lineup, man. Big fan of the Pink Seas pod. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely check that out. But second thing, you might be wanting for for our visual visual our video, our YouTube watchers might be wondering, hey man, that's a sweet hoodie. Where'd he get that? Well, I love to introduce you. High vibes media company. Great friend of mine runs it. Great stuff. You can't get this hoodie anymore because you weren't a fan yet. You missed out. Been like five clothing drops. That's not all they do, though. Media company, work with some great artists. Done music videos. They work with the Louisville Bats. They're local. They do excellent work. Two super, super talented guys, Nolan Ruggles, uh, Reed Olash. So I just wanted to promote local business, local media company. Check them out. H-I-V-I-B-E-S dot C-O. It's their website. See if they can do anything for you. But more than that, supposedly they got another clothing drop on the way this summer, and it's going to be sweet. They have exclusive clothing drops a few times a year, but they're also just great dudes. They got a great business going. They're growing every year. Really talented. Go to them for your media company needs. Highvibes.co or check them out on Instagram. I've just look yep. up high vibes. Dude, that was like mean. a that was like as good of a like a, it's almost like an ad read that you just did, and it was better than any ad read that I've ever done on this show. And there's been over 500 shows. I go to high vibes. <laughs> I'm reading off a script. I'm lying. That was all free ball fans. That was that was smooth. It makes me want to go and buy a high vibes hoodie you right now. Which see keep us what I mean when I say the fans watch for me, Dalton. The fans That's watch fine. for me. I'm not disagreeing with you. That's <clears throat> why I ask you to co-host every week. Anyways, to wrap up, thank you all very much for joining us. It's a great duo, great partnership. I'm always glad to be here with the man Dalton Pence. I will see you all. I hope I should see you all next week with even more exciting thing to promote. But I'll <laughs> that keep that one. That is true. Secret. But you'll I'm interested to hear this one. I kind of have an idea. I know what it might be, but be excited. Just be excited. Just be excited. Regardless, um, everyone continue to have a great weekend. That's going to wrap up this episode of the Lockdown Louisville Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Dalton Pence, Grant Mulligan, signing off. We'll see you back here really soon.